We both, we were in a car crash and yeah. our dog jumped out the window and yeah. now we're chasing Although after him on the beach. Although it's just the crash just Yeah, it happened. just happened. We just crawled out of the vehicle. <laughs> A lot of preparation there. Hey, what's up? How's it going? Welcome, Hawk v. Wolf. We're here. We're, are you okay? Yeah, just... Jason had a lot, of, a lot of preparation here. Yeah, look, I do a lot of shows. Unlike you, all right, Birdmate? <laughs> come in with one show. I've traffic today. I'm, Somebody crashed on the 405 and it took two hours to go from the tits to this... Oh, that's what. And I'm uh, like, that's not. That's 20 minutes. Rick Thorne is here. He drove from LA. I got. I got texts almost exactly the same time as from you and him. Like traffic's crazy. Yeah, because I go. I speed. So whatever the the um, nav says. The nav says. Yeah. I go. Well, I'll be there 20 yeah, minutes before I do that. that. <laughs> so <laughs> same I'm, thing. I'm screaming down the freeway, and it's like. Uh, 15. Yeah. 20, and I'm like, wait, why is it going up? I'm yeah. doing 100 miles an hour. How, what are you talking about? And then I go, I said, starts to dawn on me because I've been here before. And I'm like, yeah. oh, it's gonna be the, it's gonna be the tit block where where you get past it and you don't see what caused it, and you're just like, I, I wish that I was like as famous as like Barack Obama so that I could tell everybody, everybody that drives, if you go, if someone's passing you and you're in the fast lane. Fuck yeah, off. Take a hint. Take a Get hint. Get yeah. the fuck out of the way. Stop looking at your fucking phone. <laughs> Stop making it hard for everybody to get like this packages that are trying to get delivered. Somebody needs a fucking heart transplant and they might not get it because you're fucking. No, I'm blocking the fucking fast lane. Stop it. Whoever your parents are, they're they're pricks. I feel like the mindset is, well, I'm I am speeding, so I'm in the fast lane. You know what I mean? That, and, a- and in their eyes, like. Okay, well, I'm going beyond the speed limit. If so. there's no one, I'm not defending them. I'm just trying to play devil's advocate. I, and I, I right. I'm glad you brought that up because here's my rebuttal to that. <laughs> yeah, if there's if there's uh, nobody on the freeway and you're going 70 in the fast lane, but if many cars yeah. on the slower lane pass you, it's time for you to move over. Yeah, agreed. My car triggers people. It's like a, I could do it. I could have a documentary on <laughs> the inside because of the, of the color. That and because my license plate says "Nah, mate" on the back of it, <laughs> so when so, I so when I slip in nah, in front of you, "Nah, mate," you know, and <laughs> yeah, then they're like, it. "Yes, mate," yeah. and I'm like, "Calm down, it's okay for me to pass you. It's not gonna, you're gonna be okay." I love how they probably they they hear it in Australian accent too. Oh, they say it my way <laughs> and my face. You know it when you look at my face in the mirror. I just went, "Nah, mate." <laughs> You got to stay back there because you drive like poopy caca and I don't. <laughs> there was one time uh, uh, I was meeting a couple of friends downtown San Diego. We live in North County. It's it's a half hour to San Diego. Like sometimes you get there even faster. Yeah. And I just left my house and I put on the nav um, and it said, I'm pretty sure it said two and a half hours. And I was, I just was thinking that that doesn't. Did you look that, to see if it was walking? Because that's what I'll no, do. No, no, I've, yeah, I've seen that too. I'm like, it must be there. Oh, I wonder how long it would take to walk. That'd be like half a day. But okay. uh, but I looked and then I go, what the hell is going on? And you could just see there's there's one part of the freeway that's bright, bright red. Yeah. A plane landed on the freeway in Del Mar. What an entitled prick. <laughs> <laughs> Crash your plane. We're trying to get somewhere. Because I, I can't, I saw it, I, I think it was before I left, I saw some social media thing, Del Mar, and then, and then finally I was like, oh. 
texted my friends, we're not going downtown. It's not going to happen uh, at all. That's going to be pretty heavy driving down a freeway and then a plane yeah. like flies over plane you and just, lands yeah. in. You, that's like, wow, get the cameras out. That's exciting. We took a, um, we took a boat plane, you know, with the, yeah. with the skis. Hydra, the, wait. Just the plane that you can land on water. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm back. Yeah, it, yeah, not, yeah. You know, it's old school, but we took one. We were in Sydney for a Bondi event. This is this week? No, no, no. This okay, is like okay. during the one of the Bondi events. And they, they, the, I used to do promotions for Destination New South Wales, which was a tourism oh. board. So that's how I always went to Bondi. They paid for my trip and all of our kids. Yeah. So it was like every year we went on this family vacation yeah. to Sydney. It was sick. And, and then, you did the contest. And, when they, and yeah, and then go to the contest because they were sponsored the contest. But they would also, they would also set up uh, some sort of tourist outing for us because they wanted content. Oh, because they were going to so post like, a video of you and the family doing yeah. stuff in Australia. Yeah, so like we did, we did the bridge walk. We went over the yeah, Sydney yeah, yeah, Bridge, yeah, yeah. Sydney Hard Bridge. You've uh, done more shit than I have in my own country. To, um, we went to the sand dunes that are, uh, I'm not really even sure where they are. They're, Northern Territory. Yeah, Northern Territory, but it's still New South Wales. Oh. So we went, is that oh, Northern inland. Territory? No, no, no. In, yeah, I don't Dude, dude. Australia is basically, like it's, it's as big as America in landmass, might actually be bigger. But people just live on this outside bit. Right. Like the whole center right. is empty. But this is relatively close to Sydney. I think we actually we took a helicopter. So it might have been a little ways away. But. <laughs> You'd be surprised what those things can get to. <laughs> but um, but so we got to do that. We went sandboarding one year. Yeah. For their photos. Did but it so actually work? Because sandboarding usually sucks for You me. can't really turn. Yeah. You're, just, you're yeah. just down. You just bomb. Yeah. Okay, you just good. bomb it. And, Same th- I did that. Yeah. And then you, you're like, okay. And then we slam at high speed and you just have sand everywhere. Yeah. That's how it works. There was a place that went to the water. And if you could make it to the water, oh, you were hot shit. We had no water. Yeah. All I did was slam. I never got to the water. Oh. I think the 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 underlying uh catalyst for that trip was they wanted us to see some uh some uh Aboriginal art and culture that was in that area. So we went oh, and that's did the cool. soundboard thing and then we went and did like a that's culture cool. thing. Yeah, it was cool. But what I was bringing up is we went on one of those planes, one of the water planes, yeah. to Newcastle yeah, um, to ride the bull there. And I got to surf with Mark Richards, which was ridiculous. Okay. Like I used to Just have- Just one-on-one. Dude, I used to have an MR surfboard as a kid. And he went out with you. Yeah, because he's he they, they, they said, hey, uh, do you want to- because he got his kids skate a little bit. Yeah. So he said, you want to meet Tony at the skate park? And then you guys go across the street and go surf. Yeah. And you were like, yeah, I want to oh, do yeah. that. Yeah. Yes. Yes, please. Thanks. I mean, that's what that's what they presented to him. And he was like, yeah, I would love and to. And they're like, yeah, do you want to take Tony Hawk surfing? I'm like, yeah. I'm a little out of my element, but okay, sure. Yeah. It was amazing. So when we took the plane back, we landed in Sydney Harbor. Oh, you bastards. And you're just... It's, it's packed in there. It's packed with boats. Yeah. There's no designated landing area. Yeah, how do they work that? They like just if, if do boat, it. If a boat goes near the plane, does the plane have to like pull they up? They just do it. So this guy, he's used to seeing, like his, the pilots are so used to it. They know where the boats, the directions they're going, and they just look for an empty space. Uh, I'll never forget. Look, I was like, that's a, we're going to land. All right. Yeah. We're cool. Sure. It is a cool area. Like when people ask me which is better, when I lived there, obviously I said Melbourne and I just felt like Melbourne to me was in c- comparison to East Coast, West Coast here, like the city, it, they're both awesome. But 
Melbourne's more uh, less glamour, more reality based. It's that, that's yeah. how we perceived ourselves. Sure. Yeah. Even though there was parts of Sydney that I went to and I was like, I'm the poser here. Like yeah. for sure I'm the poser. I got like silver pants on, you know, and, and Adam Luxford is just covered in dirt. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm the I'm the uppity dickhead in this session. So it wasn't always that way, but the but the harbor was you can't deny it. It's so beautiful and so amazing. Like city and then just this giant ocean and opera house and and bridges. It's pretty amazing. Pretty amazing for the outback. And then some of these people's houses that they just live off the the side of the ones on the harbor. The harbor, like people, if you ever. Those are like record breaking real estate numbers. Like I feel like it's, it's the richest people in the world own those houses. It's not the richest people in Sydney. Yes. Yeah. Cause it's, yeah. and I don't, I'm like, what is that house? Is that a hundred million dollars? Like <laughs> yeah, exactly. how, how much? Cause I feel like if you don't buy it, I'll buy it. Like I, like if I had a hundred million, I'd be like, yeah. Hey, I'll give you a hundred million yeah. for that. Cause no one else for the times when I come to Sydney. <laughs> Cause that's what the kind of money you got. <laughs> I want to say real quick, I know you're going to talk about it, but I fucking watched you skate today and correct me if you're wrong, if I'm wrong, but I was watching you and I'm like, Starting from the bottom has got to be so fucking annoying. It sucks. And there we're here, and, and like I know, like I know you know that I don't. I'm like, ha ha. I, I could skate better than you right now. How's that feel? I know you know I don't think <laughs> I don't that, care. but I I know. But I was still like, he's starting at the bottom, and every time you fall off, I can see you sitting there thinking about your leg and how long it's gonna take. And I'm like, I feel bad being here. I a little. I'm not saying I'm le- I'm leaving. I'm just saying a little part of me feels we're all up here with two full legs, <laughs> and you're down there with your one and a half legs. And it's like I feel a little bad. Then I watch your brain, and I'm and then he starts doing this attempting a lean tail slide. He'd been talking about it for a while to the point where I was like, wow, that's a trick. At one point, I was going to do it and send it to you, and I was like, no, that's actually like a fuck you to him if you did that. <laughs> So don't do that because I was going to try and be cute and be like, hey, this is what you want to do, right? And I was like, no, that he doesn't want to see that. Trust me, he doesn't. Uh, I, I mean, I would, I, you I would, take, I would it. take it in good humor. It'd be right, all right. But you're still part of one of them. Fucking fuck you. But anyway, today I watch him try this thing where it involves he's back in a tail slide, which means you're dropping in, not just dropping in, you're dropping in from a tail slide right. and you're not dropping in. So I was like, right. fuck, that's a big bite. And I'm like, are you really, you're just posing that to get the feeling, right? And then I don't know which one it was, but I was like, oh, oh no, we're we're doing this right <laughs> yeah. now. Yeah. And then the one you dropped in, I got it, dude. Oh, I, you did? I only recorded one oh, and the sick. one you made because I saw it in your fucking face. I was like, <laughs> oh, here it goes. Here it fucking goes. And then sure enough. I was trying to wait for, I was trying to get like, a safety and numbers thing where Colin's here skating, Bucky's here skating, and they're both trying tricks. And I was, and I said to both of them, like, okay, you make yours and I'll make mine. And then they both bailed. And I was like, I'm still doing it. Yeah. Got it. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I was super pumped because I was like, I, he got the, he got the eye of the tiger. Like yeah. the kick turn, I was like, oh, we're not bailing. If that one slides, he's coming in. And it looks solid. It looks um, solid. Yeah, you can see that that I'm hesitant on the way down. I think the the issue is because I did that one slam when I dropped in. It was I really, have a really hard time committing to my front leg as yeah. I'm going down. Fair. And so you can see on that on that lean tail side as I'm going down, you can see me sort of shift to the back foot yeah. again. Yeah. But um, 
Yeah, that, honestly, that trick, that's the first trick that I always do when I warm up. Yeah. Always. Yeah. So I feel like that sets my baseline for skating and not being able to do that for the last few months has been, you know, sort of unspoken, really, really difficult for me. Yeah, I could tell. And um, so I feel like if I could just do that, then I have some something to, to build from. Yeah. Because- and rock fakie, yeah, scratch or grind, sure, but that's not real skating. Right, but you did a tail slide, which means in theory you can drop in now. Oh, yeah, there's so that So I don't want to be that guy, okay, but I yeah. feel like you could be on the deck, and I feel like yeah. being on the deck would make your sessions so much more enjoyable. I think what it is is that is that I come here and skate, I, I, and I've only been coming about once a week, and – after about four or five runs, I feel my legs start to buckle right. and I can't have that happen dropping in. Yeah. Yep. You Good. know what I mean? Yes. So I'm just playing it safe, but it's pumping up the ramp sucks. So Dude, if bad, I had to pump man. up, the, if I couldn't drop in here, I would have left earlier. Like, <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's so tiring. And I can't, well, the other thing is I can't, I can't run up as high as I used to. Right. You have to, to get start up. from the lowest So I start spot. so low. <laughs> That it's like I shouldn't be laughing, but I should just have someone push me. Yeah, <laughs> some some device like a slingshot or something. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> just just a, just a little slingshot device, just for get you. back to the top. Get just, your slingshot just for the next month, you know, and then fucking ace the slingshot. <laughs> I'm gonna work on that. Little I think I feel like next time I come here, I'm gonna start dropping in again, like just getting speed. Right. Cuz my legs not giving out completely, it just it just wobbles. Right. You can muscle it. I can muscle it, yeah. Right. Before it would just be like, "Nope. Nah, mate." Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> I yes, like, nah, mate. I skated here yesterday and <clears throat> again very wobbly and took a couple of diggers and got frustrated and then thanks to Colin and those guys, you know, like, "Hey man, like pull back a little bit. You just got back." And I'm like, "Hey, I know you're right. I just jump into things like that." So then I calmed down a little bit and things worked out, but I had not done a hand plant since I got oh, knocked yeah, out. Oh, yeah, I saw it. Yeah. Oh, talk about that. I got that on video. Oh, you did? So that's, I did one yesterday and no one filmed it because I was like, I'm not even going to make it. And then that one was like, come on, man, you can muscle one. It was still shit, but I was like, I felt my foot come off a little bit and I was like, I still see the landing, which I, which recalling when yeah. I did those other hand plants right. when I got knocked out, I could not see the land. Yeah. So as bad as I feel, I remember how much worse it was yeah. not so yeah. long ago. And I'm like, you're okay. At least you, I can clearly see the whole area of where I'm landing on my skateboard. Yeah. And I even saw my foot. Yeah. And, and keeping it straight. I didn't see any of that yeah. three months ago. So I feel good the about eggplant that. Eggplant was, was very Lance. Yeah, I've been working on – yesterday I worked on those to the point where I started standing on my hand and I was like, that's it. That's that's what you used to do. Indie to egg. Instead of like, yeah, I feel yeah. like I was just sort of going, oh. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm excited. Little, i got to take little things, right. man. It's, dude, <laughs> you're telling me. I know, I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> We're both – I know. I did a backside pivot on the five-foot quarter pipe today and I thought that was going to be my takeaway win of the day. Oh, just over there secretly. Yeah. We didn't even know you were doing Yeah, I that. went over there and I was like, maybe I could do it. Cause because I can do scratcher grinds, but to get up on a pivot is a little dicey just because if my truck slips off, I don't know if I'm gonna Can't get out. That, yeah, Mike, it's gonna hurt. And so I did that once and then I and then I went and tried to kind of feel what a backsmith would feel like, like to drop the rail. 
And then I went to the ramp. The problem was, so I went to the ramp thinking, okay, I'm going to do a backsmith. Like, that's, that's what I'm going to get today. Because I, I, I can do those. Like, I know I got the muscle memory. Yeah. You know, I used to just do them anytime, no problem. But the tricky part for me is I cannot get speed <clears throat> out of a frontside kick turn for whatever reason, for whatever, for however this is working. So I go out of a frontside kick turn and I'm struggling to get the top. All right. And so I'm trying to throw my board up above me and that, that's bad news. That's when you hang up. Um, so then I try to do a tail slide because I can get speed from a backside You're kick turn. I'm talking it. about which kick turns give me speed. That's where we're at right now. But that's it. So out of a backside kick turn, I can get enough speed to get up to the top. Right. I feel like I could do... I feel like I could do like a lip slide if I got the right pump, but another day. Yeah, I agree. Hey, everybody. Father's Day is around the corner and Manscaped is, they've been here the whole time. But now if you had a dad, well, let's just say you're a dad. Because if you're a dad, what are the odds they buy it for you anyway? Just buy it for yourself. You're a dad. You're a big boy. You can do it. Uh, Manscaped has all the tools uh, even to the point of like tra- shaving your butt, bo- making your balls hairless. You know, like I trim my toes, I trim my beard. Sometimes I just shave just the side. I know people can't tell because I'm pretty bald, but just the side bit I'll trim. Nose hairs. Sometimes my butt hair. I don't really want to have no hair, but I, I want to trim it a little bit. Sometimes I'm like, you know what? I need no hair at all right now. And Manscaped every time. That's what I use. And that's why I have the hair that I want from head to toe. 20% off free shipping with the code HawkWolf at Manscaped.com. That's 25% off with free shipping at Manscaped.com. Use the code HawkWolf. Shake what your mama gave you? Nah, shake what your daddy gave you. Oh, man. Go to Manscaped. Nibia. By Quattro. No, Moam Quattro. I got it, you guys. They sent me one. It's a shower head. Hey, everybody. Jason Ellis for a Hulk versus Wolf. I should probably say that too. But seriously, it's a tremendous shower. It's got four different uh, Axiones things on it. Click, 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 click. And you get uh, the water comes out in a sophisticated, expensive hotel room manner. And you're saving like almost half your water by using this shower head so now you're actually like a smart person that's saving money and and uh and it works real good oh, and, and it's not very expensive and it's super easy to install you could do it yourself so do you want a cool shower and do you want to get a deal do you want to get a discount and save money this is pretty stupid and do you want to help out the show pretty f- this is pretty easy sorry i'm getting aggressive Nibia by Moam Quattro starts at just $119 exclusively on Nibia.com. And Nibia gives a special discount to just our community. Go to Nibia.com slash wolf. Use the code wolf at checkout and get 10% off all Nibia products. All Nibia products. Nibia rarely does deals like this. So this is a great deal to jump on. Uh, Go to Nibia.com slash wolf. That's N-E-B-I-A dot com slash wolf to check out what they have to offer and save 10 percent use code wolf <laughs> plenty of time for that one i want to do that too 
Lip slide. Yeah. I saw Cab do one the other day. Yeah, dude, he's looking way. Him yeah. and Mike McGill yeah. look way better. Like, it made me realize that I might have triggered some fools to come here because all I was the guys. Surprised to see McGill because McGill has had been on hiatus. I know he's been hurt, but it felt like he wasn't gonna come back to the Verand. Right, it, it, not in this fashion where he's doing backsides. He's launching backsides. Sick. Yeah, he's back to back backsides, yeah. frontsides. I saw him a couple months ago falling off on uh, kick turns. Yeah. And I was like, oh, God, that's – man, I thought I was having a bad day. He just <laughs> fell off on a kick turn, and now he's blasting back to this, and Cab's doing like 45-second rides where I'm like, dude, you've got it back. Like – Here we go. See, yeah, they got to bring the Bondi event back. All yeah. the legends coming back. Let's go. I never, no, I I never got to go concrete. to that. I'm just kidding. What's that? I what? never got to – You never went? No. Nah. Oh, it was just, really cool. It was like a. It was just a celebration of it looked skate awesome. history and eras, and and people would do stuff in their runs that you didn't even see them try in practice. Like they just would get so hyped, pulling out all the stops. Yeah. Sluggo did a backflip, and that was back when he, you know, he could do. He did a couple on a vert ramp, and he did it in that pool. Of I'm course. like, dang, yeah. it was some pressure that day, huh? So sick. That was. I mean, it was so fun. It was. So I went to Sydney um, for a speaking gig of all things and the other day. The other day, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is going to be a week after oh, too. Yeah. But, but um, how long were you there for? I was there for two nights. It was. That's so weird. It was, it was, it was hard staying awake. In the right time? Uh, kind of. Well, I'll tell you what, here's what happened. We get, when you go, you, know, you fly from LA, you, you leave at 10 p.m., you arrive at 6 a.m., but it's, it's a whatever, 13, 14 hour flight, something yeah. like that. Right. So you get, you get there in the morning. And then you're just like, woo, here we go. So we, Kevin and I managed to stay up um, until like seven or eight o'clock. It's a good effort. And then we, we stayed up till eight o'clock. And then we we're just like, all right, that's it. We can't do anymore. Yeah. <clears throat> Both of us woke up in the middle of the night. I mean, I'm, I'm te- he's in his room. I'm texting him like, like, are you up? He's like, yeah, dude, my coffee machine doesn't work <laughs> at like 4 a.m. Who's trying to have coffee at 4 a.m.? I don't just, we're up. Okay. So I, w- I went back to sleep. And then I texted him at six and I was like, are you still awake? He's like, yeah. I go, <laughs> I go let's, let's go check out the, the new skate park here because yeah. there's a new skate park in Sydney. I mean, it's, it's within the last couple of years okay. at Sydney Park, which is downtown. And Corbin told me that's the best park in Sydney right now. So I was like, let's go check it out. No one will be there because like, I don't want to go cause a scene or whatever. I doubt I was even going to skate. I just wanted to see it. And it is so sick this park so we roll up it's like 7 30 when we finally get there we roll up there's one dude skating the, the mini ball he's he's almost our age he's probably like early 40s yeah. so you know what i mean and he's trying to learn axle stalls and we walk up and he's like hi yeah how's it going and kevin's like yeah i'd love to see the old dudes here in the morning like that's how we do it yeah and uh he's like yeah i'm just trying to learn axle stalls before work and so we gave I him a couple tips. I love that guy so much. We I gave him a couple tips, and yeah. then he, he made a 50-50. That's a sweet day at work where he goes, sick. I've learned 50 50 today because Tony Hawk and Kevin Starb helped me. <laughs> it was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so we skated that. Like got, I got a little scratcher grind in the deep end. So there's one. There's, there's a whole flow bowl section. There's a street area. And then there's this insane, you know, like park course. I guess that's what we're calling them now, right? It's, it's a bowl with 
of the shallow end and the spine and stuff going around it, but yeah. it, it's it's really well made. Okay. I mean, it's probably it's one of the best parks I've seen. Oh shit! So is there um, a vert ball in there? Yeah, a vert ramp? No, just all concrete. All concrete, but the but the deep end is square and it's least it's at least eleven feet. Okay, you know, is pretty it proper. Dangerous? Like, it, is it, how? Like, uh, like you're gonna hang up? Nah, like the is it rough? rough? No. It's perfect. Super smooth. Right. Yeah. Okay. Coping grinds. Like, this is the new age of skate parks. Yeah, because I don't know. It's like easy to skate. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's not usual concrete yeah. to me. So that was that was super cool. And then- uh, You didn't bring a board though, right? I brought my board, yeah. Okay. But because um, I had to shoot, I was shooting this, I, I did this social media promo thing for um, for a video game. So I was shooting next. I needed a skate park in the background. Okay. And then we thought, oh, we'll go there. There's no one there. And we shot it, and then so dumb. I forgot to say one of the lines. So then we went back the next day, and the next day we're on our way to the airport. So we go there at seven a.m. It just got light out. There are four kids getting ready to skate the bowl, and then there are probably like four or five others on the street. Seven a.m. Yeah, awesome. so sick. Yeah, yeah, that's fucking cool. <laughs> it was pretty amazing. I would like to go back. What's that? I would like to go back. You, oh, yeah, you got to go back. Yeah. It's weird. My kids don't want to go, and now they do. Yeah. And I'm like, eh, it doesn't. But you would just go to Melbourne. I was going to, yeah. I, I would do. I, I don't feel like there's going to be time. I feel like I'm a week is really the most I can do. So it's. I know Corbin was like, man, I've done that. A week is pretty tough. And I was like, yeah, but. I mean, it's that or never see my uh, right. relatives ever again. Right. I mean, they're fucking 70 and shit. They're not going to be here that much longer. Yeah. You know, my mom's starting to sound like an older person, and I don't even know that person, you know? I'm like, man, I guess. When's the last time you saw her? Like eight, eight years ago, I think. Yeah, you Something better like, go. Yeah. Yeah, there's a bunch of stuff that happened yeah but my mom and i've always been cool right maybe cooler now than ever which is another reason and i'm different like my mom used to annoy me you know like i'm like oh god worst conversation ever and now i'm just like right i'm past <laughs> like whether you're talking about cool shit or not you know what i mean like no one's <laughs> yeah. talking about skateboarding i'm out of here but now i'm like <laughs> that's not really the way to go about it and i would just like to hang out and hear what you're into mom like i think she'd be happy with what i've become Mm. And I'm like, I should hang out with her. And, and it's like, that costs a lot of money. Yeah. But my mom's different. My mom would want to see me. Everybody else would just want to see my kids. So if I go there without them, right. they'd be like, why are you even here? And I will find that to be insulting. <laughs> <laughs> I will. Tricky, I called my stepmom and said, because we have a house that I built in the snow. And I was asking about how much did it cost to buy a house up in the mountains? Because obviously I didn't want to take their house that is my house, but I don't want to take it because now my brother's kids, it's theirs now. Mm -hmm. They go for the weekend and stuff. So I'm not taking their house. So I asked her like, how much is a house out there? And she's like, why? I was like, because I might buy one. And she was like, and do what? I was like, live in it. She's like, you'll live in the mountains. Nice. Like it just started laughing at me and I'm like, why Why could I not live in the mountains? He's like, what are you going to do? 
I'm like, because you can't skate. Is that what her angle is? Oh, because I can't go out to nightclubs and shit. She thinks I'm still that guy. Oh, I see. Where I'm like, I don't give a <laughs> fuck about the nightlife. <laughs> like, like, oh, you'll get sick of a couple of weeks. You'll be coming down. I'm like, coming. Okay, so I'll drive down for three hours. Like, it's not. I don't live on Mars. Like, it's just I'll be alone with Katie. So it's not even alone. Like, grow weed and hunt and and live my fucking bush life that I have I've always had planned. Bush life. I just always thought Jeremiah Johnson was the coolest dude ever and I was I just always figured that in the end you would go live in the bush and you know be a bushman like <laughs> is that that's like in the US you end up living in Florida. Yeah, which doesn't interest me at all. <laughs> no. Yeah, like I want to live by myself and wear like a bear's head <laughs> almost the whole year. You know what I mean? Like and no one ever says anything. Would you go hunting? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. I would live off the land. Yeah, like, right. See, now you sound like my stepmom. <laughs> <laughs> okay, every now yeah, and then. Okay, they're, 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 you're, you're taking it to a certain extent, but I don't know about actually hunting for your own food. Oh, I would do that. I would definitely would? do that, yeah. But I would also still go to the city and get dinner. Okay. I wouldn't be like, that's it. I'm You'd walk never. the line. Yeah. I feel like All every right. now and then Katie would want to go to dinner and I'd take her. Yeah. But the rest of the time we have our daily routine that makes food and stuff happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't I know. get it. I just thought it was so funny how her opinion was, she wasn't trying to be mean. She was just like, that's insane. <laughs> and I was like, uh, we should hang out because you probably like the new Jason because I wouldn't mind hanging out and not doing stuff. Right. I used to like really push them to be like, you guys are so fucking boring. You know what I mean? You don't fucking go skate ever. And they're like, what are you talking about? And now you're just going, going, going. Yeah, I wanted to go do stuff. Go, you know, go to America. Fucking do, you know, yeah. let's go, baby. Let's take it all on. <clears throat> and then there's a time where. I mean, if it gets to the point where everybody takes over and it's just like uh, gay is banned or something, I'm not living here. I'm not going to be an illegal citizen because I'm of my sexuality. You're talking about here. Yeah. Like if it flips and just turns into a giant Texas, I'm not living here. Right. You can't do this. You can't do that. I'd be like, okay, well, that's my cue. Yeah. Because I'm doing me, man. I'm flexing it all the way to the end. <laughs> Hard, you know what I mean? Got it. Might even get even gayer in the fucking late <laughs> 60, 80s. Like, I might just be like straight up gay. <laughs> no one's going to stop me. You're going, you're going gay wild. I might live in the, in the bush with a bunch of dudes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, um, it has been weird, and I know what you mean, how you've settled down, and I and I feel like I've always been just forced to be more idle because of my leg. Yeah. But there has been times where I have so much downtime that I'm just like, what am I doing? Is that hard for you? It's super hard, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I find myself just, like, scrolling dumb stuff on my phone and just, you know what I mean? Like, I need, I, I need to do something more productive, but at the same time, like, I, I need to learn to live in that sort of idle space. Yeah. Because that's been super hard. In fact, when I was in Sydney, I was like, what, what would I do right now? I would go skate. All right. That's what I would be doing with my time. You know, even though I'm not, that's not what I'm here for. 
And that's not what I'm getting paid for necessarily. I would just go rogue and do it. And that I don't have that option. And you know, the thought of it is super daunting and that sucks. So for the last week, I've felt like I kind of hit a wall with my, my progression with my leg. Mm-hmm. Haven't been able to skate very much when I do skate. It's, it doesn't feel like I'm making great progress. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, so it's been super hard for me. That's what the story, moral story is. So it's it super hard for like- me for the last, for the last week at least. Cause I just feel like <clears throat> I'm, I'm kind of stuck. I'm doing my work and I'm, and I'm definitely can't keep moving. Like I'm, I'm flying to Nashville tomorrow and then Des Moines the next day. And I'm doing other gigs and charity events and stuff. Talking again. Talking again. And then, and then um, in, uh, Nashville, that's the start of the gumball rally, and they're going to do a big uh, auction for a fundraiser yeah. for um, foundation. Yeah. So I'm not in the gumball rally, but I'm going to go for the gala the first night. That's the best. That's the best way to do it. Best isn't way it? to do it. Yeah. And then uh, they're going to auction off the board that I broke my leg on. Oh, okay. You're going to let that go? Yeah, I'm let it go. Good. Um, yeah, you don't need and that my fucking... cane. Oh, that's so. That's pretty cool. There's, there's some closure there for me. Okay. But I'm just telling you, like, I'm still doing all these things, but it's still, like, it, it felt, it, I don't know. It's, it's like, to me, it felt not, almost disingenuous. Like, I don't, I'm doing this stuff, and I'm not that passionate about it because I can't skate. Yeah. And I, I know I'm going to have to make that acceptance at some point. Yeah, because uh, do I'm you have think to come about- to terms with that, for sure, but- but I'm saying that because today I came here and I was still feeling like, oh, it's still the same. And then I did a lean tail slide and now I feel a hell of a lot better about should. the that future. Was, that so was, that's where I'm at. Do you, because of this injury and your downtime, do you worry about, <clears throat> is it making you worry about when you get older? Um, Not really. Like what do you think you'll do when you're older? Oh, when I'm older and I, um, I feel like, I feel like I would commit to something else to learn. Like, like I want to learn violin again. I feel like I would commit to learning that again. Yeah. But, but now I'm in this sort of gray zone of, I'm in this sort of limbo of, I still, there's still this potential that I can skate. Yeah. And so I want to, I want to chip away at that. Yeah. You so, should. so I can't, I don't want to commit to something else entirely. Uh, yeah. You should not. So it's, it's a weird, it, you know what I mean? It's yeah. like, I mean, this weird space and, and I probably should just take up something else in addition to, but I feel like I'm giving up if I go do something else. Is there something else you could do that while you're doing it, it actually also helps benefit your skateboarding in a, in um, later on? I feel like I'm, I, I could surf more, but I don't think I'm ready to, to really commit to like a decent wave. Right. right now, yeah. Like if you get ragdolled, is that gonna f- hurt your fucking leg? It could, yeah, for sure. I yeah. would feel like that would be fucked. I wouldn't I know. do that. It sucks because like there, there's. <laughs> I never used to have time to surf. Right and now, and I now do you, have time right. to surf, and I'm like, oh. What about wakeboarding? Oh no way! Oh my god, that gives me the shivers. Oh okay, worse on your leg. Oh, just holding on. Yeah, that would that'd be hard. Okay, soccer. I'm just talking about it would make you a better skateboarder. What, soccer would? Yeah. Hmm. Because hand-eye coordination. Okay. All the drills. I'm not saying start playing professional soccer. I'm saying if you had a soccer coach and you did all the drills that they do. <laughs> yeah, I guess hey, so. Hey, keep laughing, motherfucker. Yeah, dude, I can't. Okay, this is funny. So we took our dog down to the beach 
<clears throat> yesterday. Yeah. And uh, Kathy just had a, a procedure that um, she can't really move right now. What happened? She's okay. Sorry, it's it's it was preventative. It's all right. Okay. Like things are things are good. I don't want to get into that so okay. much. But she can't really move quickly. And our dog got super excited and just took off. And you both can't move. And so she's trying to go, and then I'm <laughs> fully limping, limp running my way across the sand. We looked ridiculous. <laughs> like, <laughs> the mangles. Just two mangled And I people. finally figured out, like, once she got into a little cove area, there's there's these rock, this rock formation. I can get around her and get ahead of her, but she doesn't know I'm ahead of her. Yeah. And then I'm like, ah, and then she turns around and we get her back to where we need her to be. But it was, I'll never forget, like, looking at us chasing down. And I was like, what are people thinking right now? Yeah. Yeah. What what happened to you two? <laughs> and did it happen? How did it happen at the same at the time? Same time yeah. yeah. Like, it looks like you were both recently in a car crash of sorts. <laughs> yeah, that was it. That's it. We both, we were in a car crash and yeah. our dog jumped out the window and yeah. now we're chasing out on the beach. Just the crash just yeah, it happened. just happened. We just crawled out of the vehicle. <laughs> <laughs> that is a believable story if I saw you two running like that. I'd be like, yeah. man, these guys need help. Do they know that they're injured? Yeah, it is most likely that I'm bleeding for some other reason anyway. Right. So. Yeah, we need yeah. to get an ambulance to these two immediately. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. Uh, I feel like people, I told you people thought that when I was at the mall after the stem cells. They were like, do you need an ambulance? I'm like, no. So Are I saw sure? Andy was just there. Yeah, is but he, he back? Doesn't, I don't know, there, but, right? but, it, but it doesn't. Everything he's posting, he's he's up and about. Is, did he have some? He must not have had it in every single joint like you. Or Has something. he had the surgery yet? The procedure? Because I think so. Okay. I don't know. Maybe it's the. I mean, it's his back, isn't it? Oh, I'm not sure. Because I I was there with a professional football player, and he had his back injected, and he was moving. Oh yeah. Yeah. So it just seemed like if you get it in the joints, the joints just don't work for a day. So I think if you get your ankle done, you're fine. But I think if you get both knees and both ankles, it's like you need you needed a couple of those muscles that they took away to walk. So do you feel like do you feel like the inflammation has has receded and now you're fine, or do you have to build up your muscles again? Uh man, you know what? Because I have been kind of wobbly. I've only skated three times, but it's been a bit of a bit of a struggle. I've been a little bit off balance and I wasn't sure what that was, but it might it might be that. So to me, all I've really felt is my right knee was the worst one before I went to Columbia. And when I knee slide now, often I will just knee slide and not flick to my ass and wear my pants out like oh, yeah. I usually do. Yeah. And that's not a choice. I usually just flick that because I feel the pain and I don't want to stay on the weight on it. But now I can stay on it. So I do knee slides now mm -hmm. and it's, I didn't tell myself to, I just, I'm like, Hey, did you just, you just did a knee slide. You yeah. didn't do that. Involuntary. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, that's halfway there. But yesterday I slammed on my bad wrist and like re hurt. It's all puffy. My fingers puffy. There's like a bump here. So that was not cool. <laughs> that was, yeah, I don't think that helped my wrist heal at right. all, but I, I don't know. Gotta, but it didn't set you backwards. Well, it's just my my hand is not working as good as it was yesterday. No, oh, well, that's not good. But it still grabs things. I was going to say you didn't eggplant grabbing in there. So. Yeah, because I I've got power in these two. It's these other two that have gone a little 
iffy. I see. So I can still get a muscle of yeah. you know, in a good pinch. <laughs> <laughs> it's you out of anybody, you're the guy that told me like things start to go wrong and you just adjust to yeah. the thing that doesn't work as right. well. So that's that's where I'm at. And I'm just, you know, I know that, that it's in there and I know that it's getting stronger. And I'm just excited to have uh, a, a real go at it, you know. Like I've I'll, this this body will do a year of of skating more than once a week. I plan on doing like two or three a week just to see if I can really get that feeling back because I know get that the it, it comes it it comes and goes, but it mainly is getting better and I'm getting safer. Mm. Even when I'm wobbly, at least I know what's wobbling and i can i'm like oh shit get off i think for the first three months i was like it's it's a okay and then well boom and i'm like oh wow this, you're dangerous like you don't know right. when it's wrong at least now i'm, I'm trying catching to, it. i'm trying to gauge that myself where i'm like am i really pushing this to like to something i don't have control over um uh, i mean it, a little bit ah but i but i i feel like i've i've I feel like I've learned my limits as I go. Yeah. Dude, that slam. Hold on, hold on one second. Where you, okay. Well, I'll say it, but that slam where you dropped in and it didn't work, I told Kevin, I go, dude, it was a really hard slam. Yeah. And he got up and then he dropped in after that, the same day. That was a slam where if I'd have been there, I'd be like, oh, no. Yeah. You fucking re hurt your leg, but you didn't. Right. So. And that was a like if I did that one today, I'd be like, oh, okay, maybe I'll stop. Yeah, and you were fine. Yeah, well, some that, that was a special exception because I was the mission that day was to drop in because it was my birthday, and yes, I was pushing a little hard, but it was just more like that's the goal. If it had just been a random day, I probably would have not tried again. How sore were you the next day from that slam? I was pretty sore. Okay, fair enough. But yeah, it was a fucking good one. Yeah, no, it was so like the kind of sore where you feel sick. You know what I mean? Where you kind of feel like you have the flu. Today, when I was Isn't driving, that strange. <laughs> like your body is so worn down from a slam that you actually feel like you have an illness. Yeah, I've been nauseous all day. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I have something for you. Cool. Okay, what is this? It's uh, the Jason Ellis Show's signature hot sauce, butt uppercut. Butt uppercut? Yeah. <laughs> We've got a hot sauce. Sick. Yeah. When did this start? Pretty recently. Somebody. Plug? Am I doing a plug right now? Yeah. Okay. Well, I won't say where you can get it then. No, but... Go ahead. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought it was cool that we had a, uh, a hot sauce. We got, I got. Did you? A, did you uh, were you involved in the process? Well, I've got a friend, an Alice, an, uh, a Jason Alice show fan who just started making hot sauce right when uh, we were talking about it, and people were like, "Dude, please make a hot sauce!" And I was like, "I don't know anything about hot sauce." And then this guy Chris calls me and goes, "Dude, I'm I just started making hot sauce," and I go, "Okay, well." Do you have an original? He's like, I've got a couple of flavors that aren't out yet. I'll send you them and you pick the one oh, you like. Oh, I see. Okay. So I pretty much just picked the one that I liked. Right. But we were going to do, because we did it so on it's the- one flavor. Yeah. We did it on the Jason L show and people were like, uh, make an extra spicy one. Yeah. And because a lot of the names, if you don't know the names, 
of the real spicy hot sauces, they're usually like something to do with your butt exploding. Yeah. So we were joking about it and then we were like, butt uppercut. And then if we make a real spicy one, it'll be butt uppercut with poo. <laughs> and of course, because it's the Jason L show, everyone's like, oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. I'll buy the one with poo. So here we are. But upper, so are you going to do a- With poo is coming soon, yes. V2.0? Yeah, and then I'm going to do- It's pretty hot, it's it, habanero. It sold so well that they were like, do you want to do a Jason Ellis one? I'm like, yeah. I just ordered food for us and, and we got wraps, so- Boom. Let's get it. It's not bad, right? No, it's good, yeah. yeah. So if anybody it's wants- It's sweet too. Not, it's not like- It's mango. Not sweet. Oh, that's it. It's mango yeah. and habanero? Yep. And then some other stuff, but it's all natural. chef. You should. What about that? No, I know the patience. What? What about that? You knew, your next thing is sh- <laughs> Chef Tony Hawk at restaurant. No, my daughter has huge. been getting heavily into cooking. Oh yeah, yeah. Does that mean she cool. makes you food? Yeah, I would. She makes us dinners. My if my daughter if she makes me like she's like a hot pocket kind of person. Oh yeah. Anything she makes, I'm like, please make me some. It's just so cool to know that you made it. Yeah, she the the, the tricky part is she she wants everyone to participate. And the boys are always just doing yeah. their own thing. And so she's like, well, are they going to be here for dinner? I'm like, I get used to it. Yeah. You maybe, know, like, maybe not. Yeah. We'll see. Make them something. They'll eat it. Yeah. They're going to eat it if when they come here. home. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And yeah. They'll eat it later too. But, but don't, don't set your heart on all of us sitting down to a family meal. Cause those are few. Wait, she could make between. a whole meal for all of you. She'll, she'll make it. She's made it for four of us. Yeah. Serves it. Yeah. That's yeah. fucking awesome. Presentation. Oh, come like, on. Teriyaki salmon. Uh, she made us wraps um, with um, like chicken and bacon and avocado. Oh, and she can cook. She's going for it. Yeah. That's it's awesome. Amazing. My daughter has a nail company. She just did my nails. And I was like, do my nails and I'll, uh, you know, I'll post it and then you get. Wait, what do you mean company? She has a nail, like you, you can book her and she'll do your She's nails. She's doing them. Okay. Yeah. So she doesn't have Like she, they're. She's making nails. Nah, she doesn't have a, a, she works from my house. Got it. So if you hire her, you get to go to my house too. I don't know. <laughs> Be careful. I bought her a new, she's going to laugh at me. She doesn't listen to this. Uh, the heat lamp you put your yeah. nails in to heat up. Yeah. I bought her that and dropped it off at her house the other day. And I was like, uh, she's like, you're just going to get that? Like his mom was going to go Harvey's with me. And I'm like, I'll get it. Don't even worry about it. And she's like, oh, what, what, what do you want me to do? And I was like, oh, uh, not, uh, oh, give me some news for my solo show. So she, she, and she's like, what kind of news would you want? I'm like, put it this way. Last news I had was a lizard got his head stuck in a SpongeBob toy. That's the kind of news I'm looking for. <laughs> And then she sent me a bunch of news that was super stupid. And I was like, so she's, she's like your meme. She works for the researcher. show. Yeah. She works for the show now. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah. And in exchange, I bought her a nail. Give me some news. Yeah. I'm like, what dude, that's the easiest gig ever work for me. Like I, I know dads probably do that. You know, I'm like, go out, get your own thing. But I'm also like, if things get weird, right. Work on, work on my show. Like, be in broadcasting. Learn how to use the computer yeah. and you got yourself a job. Ke- uh, Keegan's been getting into video production and so he's doing some intern stuff with the guys here. Sweet. Just to get, learn the ropes. This is a sweet place to learn the ropes. Yeah. Skateboarding is 
critical when it comes to that stuff. Like some all sports, all genres of life, you get to video editing. Skateboarding holds its own. Like, we've yeah, got some- and it poses its own challenges for sure. Like, how do you how do you blend stuff together and motion and things? I learned a lot from Stacy. Like, I, I kind of I I used to grill Stacy when I started doing video editing. Were you like Lance, and you were thinking that you were going to do his job after? Um, I him? thought that. Uh, that's a good question. Kind of, but I thought that I would be doing, like I started Birdhouse and I, I was doing the videos. Did you ask Stacy for help when you started Birdhouse? I, yes. After our first video came out. Actually, I have, a, I have a funny story about that. Go ahead. So Stacy's in, he's in LA. He's a, he was in Hollywood at the time. Yeah. And he had a video editing room because I knew about it because we were doing pal videos and stuff, you know, and, and his, his was, kind of state-of-the-art like it was it had video effects and stuff but it was on a mac and i had done one of our birdhouse videos i think it was this first or second video the second video i did i did it at home and i did it on super vhs decks but through a video toaster because i had this what's a video video toaster? toaster was one of the first home video effects uh machines but it was it was running on a computer so i could run video through the computer and then do wipes and stuff like that. Oh, the okay. problem with that is that I you, I didn't have the capability to keep the video on the computer, so I had to run it from two different videotape machines, and then it would do the it would do the wipe or or the fade from one to the other, and then output onto SuperHS. What I'm saying is the output what a nightmare. Yeah, but the output is just so shitty because it's VHS. We put the we, we had the we shot the video on high eight, dump it to a VHS tape with all the, the clips we want, and then there's two VHS tapes, and then we're going to another VHS tape. So it was just generation after generation. Quality gets worse and Quality worse. gets worse. And then I finally had the master and Jeremy Klein sends me his part, but he's got a different format. So I have to go to another generation. So by the time I get the master video for, I think it was the second video of, uh, was it Ravers? It looked so bad. And I was just like, oh man, I, uh, this is it. This is all we got. You know, it's like, this is what we did. So I, so I drove it. I'm living in Fallbrook, which is North San Diego. I'll, I'll, this will all make sense to you. I'm living in Fallbrook. I get what is now our master copy that is just, Dog shit. So much loss of generation of quality. And I drive it to uh, to San Diego in El Cajon, yeah. which is like as far from the opposite San Diego, ends of yeah. San Diego, yeah. right? I drive it to, to, to them um, and they call me as I got home. And he's like, hey, we're doing this. So, so when you used to do, you used to go to uh, duplication centers. This is how we used to make VHS tapes. You go to a duplication center, you get, Such you get your master video, right? <laughs> they put it in one machine and then there are a hundred VHS decks in the room and then he hits record on all of them and then you make, that's a hundred copies. Wow. Like, that's how we used to make Brit House videos. That's how we used to make VHS videos. Does that ruin the quality as well? No, because they're, they put it on a, they, well, it, le- not as much as mine because they'll put it on. They'll put on like a like a beta tape. They'll put on okay. something that that holds as much resolution as you have on there. It was nothing was digital, so it's all analog, whatever. But that was the best 
thing they could do. So, so their, when it went to their tape, it, there was much, not much loss. Okay. But the guy calls me and he says, look, some, of the, some parts of this video just go white because the, the, the quality is so bad that it just flashes white on the screen. You can't use that. And I was like, well, how much of it? He goes, there's a few spots. Oh. And so then I drive back down there and I see what he's talking about. And I'm like, <clears throat> I got to fix this. You can't use it. Oh. I got to fix this. So I go back home and I get all of the tapes that are one generation before what I did with Jeremy's tape and, and everything. And before all the stuff that I did with the wipes and stuff, I have all those tapes. I'm like, I got to just redo the video from that generation, right? Eh. So I call Stacy and I go, Stacy, do you think you could help me put this video? He goes, oh yeah, man, I, I got, I'm working on, I'm working on something. Cause he, he would, he would um, freelance as an editor for other projects in his, in his house okay. to make money too. Cause everything was, you know, yeah. like, this is like, this is 93. Yeah. So we're all just trying to make ends meet. All right. So he's like, if you want to come up here, um, I'm working on this one project, but it'll probably be done by the time you get there. So then I drive to Hollywood from Fallbrook. Yeah. Hours, right? <laughs> like three hours at least. Yeah. And then I get to his house and they're clearly not finished with this thing they're working on. Yeah. And they're doing a skydiving um, safety video. Oh. Which was kind of interesting. And I'm trying to watch them as they do stuff because- Stacy's doing the, all the thing and I don't want him to sit with me to do it. I just want to use his stuff. So I'm watching him trying to figure out like, I've never worked with, with Mac editing system before. And, and he's got these beta, t- it's like it's a whole new world. Yeah. So I'm watching and watching. And then um, finally they finish. Those, those guys leave. And then he's like, okay, what do you want to do? I go, I'm just trying to put these, trying to put these pieces together the way I put them together on my equipment, but my equipment sucks. And so I just needed to figure out how to do these wipes and these fades and these titles and, and get this other footage. He's like, okay, well, let me see what you got. And then he finally, like we put everything on, on his beta tapes. And then he shows me a, a couple of things, just to basic functions on how to use this equipment. Mm-hmm. And then he goes in to go like get some food or something. It's, it's probably like 11 p.m. by now. Yeah. Okay. And then he doesn't come back. Where'd he go? I don't know. But I'm not, like, I'm just in his office. It's separated from his house. So I can't, I'm not going to go in his house. and like, where are you? Yeah. So then I'm just like, oh, I got I to gotta figure this out. So I just start tinkering with all the controls and figuring out how to do stuff. And I start figuring out how to, how to find the time code on the tape. And do, I mean, I'm like, it's a crash course in studio editing. By yourself. By myself. And I finally figured out just enough to get by. Like, I'm not doing the crazy wipes and stuff, but I'm just like, okay, I'm, I got, I have the, the, at least a foundation to cut scenes and to get the skating in the right place. And so I start doing it and I'm like probably two thirds of the way through it now. This is a couple hours later. We're probably, it's probably like 2 a.m. now. Oh. And then Stacy comes back and he's like, oh man, I'm sorry. I fell asleep. Like I've been working with those guys all day. And I was like, it's all right. I think I'm, I think I'm getting this, you know? So I finally get it 4am. I'm done. Oh my God. I drive home to Fallbrook because we're on deadline to ship these VHS tapes. Oh 
fuck? For, for whatever reason, like I, I, I think it's that important that we need to get this birdhouse video out there yeah. on this one day because we said we're going to release it that day, and we're and people have people used to send. So the way we used to distribute birdhouse videos is people would send us five dollars in the mail. <laughs> this is true because we put it out there. We're like birdhouse video coming soon. Send us five dollars, um, and we'll send you a video. So oh, we would just okay. get cash in the mail. It's totally illegal. Like, it's, yeah, I was wondering. Yeah, you're not. I mean, whatever. We're just so the D, you're selling the tape for five dollars. Yeah, because we didn't want to make money off of it. We just wanted to promote Birdhouse. Okay, okay. Which I learned from Stacy too. He never was trying to make money off of the Bones Brigade videos. He was just trying to promote, right? You know, Bones Brigade. Fucking and good idea. Peralta. So, I get home at six a.m. Uh, <laughs> back home, the duplication center opens at nine. So I go to sleep for two hours and then I drive back down to El Cajon and give him the tape. I'm like, and now I have a beta tape. Yeah. And then he's like, okay. Okay, so we're redoing all these. So all the tapes that he's already made, he puts them all back in the machine because he's going to record over those tapes. Yeah. Which Because I can't, I don't want to buy new cassettes. Oh, okay. That's why I was like, why is he doing the cheap? Okay, okay, you don't want to buy them, so... He's yeah, like, no problem. I'll record yeah, over I'll just the. Record over him. Does that fuck with the quality recording? Um, it can, but but it, it was it was a million times better than what I had given him the day before. Okay, and then I go back to fall. I go back to Fallbrook, and um, he calls me. He's like, oh yeah, looks good. We're good. Like yeah, yes. Like it was such a weird solo mission experience you that guys- felt it felt like the most important thing. I mean, it was, it's your skateboard company. It was, if it doesn't but, work, it's over right there and then. Yeah, but just to know how many unglamorous stories you have <laughs> about Birdhouse, it really is oh my God. amazing that it exists. Like, that there was, I don't think anybody, I mean, just being a, I was around, I saw you, you know what I mean? Just to, like my opinion of what you would do in a day wasn't that. If someone, I mean, if you had a show, I'm like, this dude's up until four in the morning editing his own tape. No one's in editing, editing it for him. He's doing it. Oh yeah, well that, that was the thing is, I mean, I, I was hoping to get Stacy's help, but I also had to respect that I was at his house and he was exhausted and, and I'm in a time crunch. Like, you know, he, he would have, he, he, he said, well, if you want to come next week or something, I was like, I have to do this today. Right. So, um, I, I, there, it's funny you said that because I'll never forget, we, we started Birdhouse on, a wing and a prayer and pretty much all of our money that we had saved, like Pear and I. And we were going to do do our first trade show. We paid for a trade show booth. And this is when I was in Fallbrook. This is no joke. I walk out in the backyard in the morning um, to grab something and there is a dead hawk by the pool. Like literally a giant hawk is dead on our lawn. Did you take that as some sort of- I was of, just like, is this, is this some sign from above? Like, is this it? Is this you the end? I, I put everything into, into this one company and now it's- The gods are like, this is what's going to happen yeah. to Birdhouse. FYI. Yeah. You're dead. <laughs> I tried to, I tried to ignore it, but, it, I, but it was right. I was trying to, I was like, I have never seen, I've never seen a hawk up I was close. Gonna, that was going to be my question. Is yeah. it, are there hawks always flying around? But they're not really. Right? 
There weren't. And so what I figured out was that we had a power line that went right over our house. Yeah. And he flew into the power line. Yeah. And then and landed in your backyard. Landed in my backyard. Wings out, face down. Like, <laughs> like it's just showing you like yeah. the worst. Like this is nah, you. <laughs> you obviously said, nah, nah, mate. mate. You're dead. I'm not. The cool thing about that was that, especially with the first trade show, everyone was so on board, especially Jeremy. Jeremy was like, he was the best. He was just down. He was down to, to do the work, promote however we could. He, he got a bunch of generic candy and made birdhouse labels for the candy. So they were like imitation lifesavers, imitation Skittles and stuff. And then he, he made packaging and then he handed them out at the trade show. And people remember it. Yeah. Like, I had some birdhouse candy. That's a that's a guy you want on your team. Yeah, it was amazing. Who also has, you know, at that time, one of the most popular skateboarders alive who's like- Yeah, left World Industries for right. our rinky-dink startup. It's funny. You, like, I get how you call it rinky-dink with all the work that you've put in and like weird demos where no one's there and all this <laughs> shit. Like, the stories you have- just, I saw it as, he's got birdhouse, he's set. <laughs> like, that's how I saw it. You know, like, oh, he, that's a good idea. I would have done that if I was him too. Man, that's going to make a lot of money. And to know that you're like, Ugh, four in the morning, fucking, oh, oh man, a dead hawk. Like, just all this shit where you thought, like, even the, the tape, when you were talking about the tape, oh, that's not birdhouse, but you trying to get into editing and your tape breaks. That was birdhouse days because I was trying to, I, was, I, had, to, I had to supplement my income. It's just so crazy to go from so high and you live in skateboarding. You don't live in the outside world. So maybe skateboarding wasn't officially to the rest of us yet. But in my world, your world, our world, you were the king. And it's like, nah, 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 nah. You're actually like super uncool. And 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 it's going to be a super, a crazy struggle. Almost not worth it. Sounds like it, it, it slapped you in the face several times as, why am I doing this? But you kept um, going. Yeah. And you didn't crack and cry. Like, I feel like being up here this high and then just boof, down here. Because I had a little bit of it, you know? Like, I was, in my mind, a decent skateboarder. And then there was a time where I was trying to sell Ennis in Australia. And they were like, yeah, we're not going to get the Jason Ellis t-shirt. Yeah. I'm like... Yeah, fair enough, I guess. You know what I mean? And I'm like, fuck, man. I, I did. Well, at some point, there were only three of us originally doing, and poor pair. He had to do all the finances. So he would call me every few months, just like, I think we need to take our salaries down and we need to. Oh. And I was just like, dude, we do. Okay. It just keep, he kept calling you with more. Yeah, because the sales just didn't justify. So there were four of us. Um, and I would go to the office and actually cold call skate shops. Do you want to buy Birdhouse? Yeah. Hey, this is Tony Hawk. Just seeing if you want to buy Birdhouse Tech. Like, yeah. Uh, nah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. We got to we see what the kids think of that brand. I'm like, well, we've been out for a little while and we're doing the ads and stuff. And I get their angle, but it's just like, I'm so offended by everybody. You know, it's like, oh, we could, but we couldn't. I'm like, do you fucking. No, I mean you can't say. Do you know who I am? That's ridiculous. But fuck, you did oh, so I much for skateboarding. I, I, it's like man, it was never gonna, it was never going to be like that. I mean, it, but especially in those days, there was you didn't really have clout. It didn't matter what success you had prior to that. Yeah, because apparently yeah. everything was in flux and everything was was transitioning into street and way more 
underground. And so they're like, do these guys from the Bones Brigade are calling me? They're, and they're they're not even on the Bones Brigade anymore? Are you serious right it's now? It's so crazy to know that. Because now, even if, when it gets light in skateboarding, there's so much respect for the people that came before us. Sure. But there was a pocket there where yeah. they there really wasn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was no, really like a bit of a sustain. Like no. people were angry, and, and it was and it was super cutthroat with with all the other companies that were starting up. Right. So, I mean, at one point, there's very very few skate shops. There are even fewer skate parks. There'd be like random wooden indoor parks, and we would just go on tour for, you know, whatever five weeks at a time, yeah. trying to hit all these spots and just trying to to get the stoke there, and we would be behind another brand that's doing this demos as well. And they would like leave notes on the walls for us talking shit. I know. <laughs> I would have punched so many people. And we're just like, God, like, can't we all get, yeah. we're such a small community. Yeah. There's barely any How, of us left. Yeah. And it was, just, and you're going to fight. It was all, it was all the world. It was, it was because it all, it really started with all the world, you know, Rocco, yeah, snarky yeah, yeah. Yeah. ads Jason and stuff. Lee, yeah, yeah and all that stuff. And that that carried over. And yeah, it was funny, but it was hard to be the brunt of it. Yeah. You know, I got it. Like I get what you're I get what you're doing here. And yeah. I understand that this can all be parody. And yeah, we should be making fun of how ridiculous everything is. But do you have to like destroy everyone else in the process? Yeah. Cause I don't think they realized that that was destroying people. I think they were just making fun and didn't think it was any harm, any foul. You know, like I thought. At that time, people talking shit on Birdhouse. You ain't putting a chink in Birdhouse. I, I got to say that that is a big reason why I started Birdhouse because I didn't want to be, you know. And Pal was trying to fight back. That wasn't working. They did some silly ads and stuff, and oh, some. Wow. But it was all it was all a little more. It wasn't so direct or obvious, so people weren't really even getting it. Right. It sounds like them. Yeah, yeah. you know, it was just more artsy, and but but at the same time, I was like, I don't want to be caught in this war. Yeah. Yeah. I like. I hey, you didn't do, do anything. I want to do my own thing, and yeah. that is that is what. I mean, both Lance and I felt like that very much. So he started the firm, um, but but that was very much a catalyst to start the company because like I just want to go. I just want to get a good team. We got good products. We've got unique graphics. And we make good videos. That's what I want. Yeah. I don't want to do it because we're better at being assholes to everyone else. Right. Yes. Yeah. If only everybody else agreed with that line of thought. I mean, everyone eventually came around. Yeah. And, and, but but I got it. You know, I understood. They, they made a splash. Like, I don't hate anyone for it. I just didn't want to be caught in it. Let me ask you this. So all that and all the the bad, you know, struggling parts, then it turns over and you become even bigger than you were the first time around. What's your initial thought when you feel that, oh shit, this is like, whoa, I'm going to, we're back and we're back like bigger than ever. Were you like, how, I wonder how long this one's going to go for? Like, <laughs> there was a little bit of that, yeah. You would have, right? You're like, yeah. okay, this is cool, but how long is it going to last? I think that uh, after the success of, uh, a third or fourth video game, I felt like it's it's here to stay more than ever. Okay, it's not gonna it's not gonna die like it did. So that means for the first couple of years of like, well, everything's getting cool. You were like, yeah, TikTok. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I've sure. been here. And and but 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 I had learned. But also, I was much wiser, and I was saving my money, and right. I was being smart with it, and I was providing for a family and creating a nest egg. So it was definitely more like, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna make this time work. Right. Even if it's short-lived. Right. Because I was careless the first time. 
Right, because you were the first person to do it. Nobody had ever been a pro skateboarder and made a bunch of money. Yeah, I mean, did Tony Elva make a bunch of money when he was? The, I, he must have. Yeah, dude. Like I, when you say a bunch of money in the, I don't 80s? know. I can't. I can't. No, because his his seventies. Yeah, Alva, like seventy eight. Right. So when he had Elva skateboard Alva company, that, I mean, was, that was it. That was. Was he? Do you think he was making was the best? He must have made decent. Money. Did he have a cool car or any? Yeah, I think he did. Who's yeah. the first pro skateboarder you saw with uh, a toy of sorts where you were like, whoa? The guy's got some money. I don't. Would it be? I him? never. No, I never really experienced that. Do you know what I mean? I didn't because I was just skating at my home park oasis, so I didn't really see what was going on. Like, I didn't see. I never saw the Dogtown Z Boys live then. Oh, really? I I went to Marina and yeah. skated, and maybe a couple of them were there, but I never saw what the lifestyle was. And you never hung out with them? No, I was so young. Right, and they were all about. Being mean to little kids too. <laughs> yeah. They were. That was the generation. Yeah, 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 like Lance, sure. I listened yeah. to Lance on our podcast on the way down here, and I was just, you know, because you forget when, especially when in the moment, and I'm like Lance Mountain, holy shit! But just him explaining how we all were, and I'm like, oh yeah, it really was like, uh, hey, you fucking piece of shit! Like, what's up with that fucking front there? Yeah. And he likes you. He's your friend. Yeah, yeah. Let alone the person that actually hates you. Like, there was not a lot of like, you know, like, fuck yeah, man. Like, keep it up. You got no. this. Like, nobody really did no. that. No, there was no encouragement. Right? Not at all. You got this is like no. a thing. Like, we do it all day here now. Yeah. Like, I'm pumping Colin fucking 25 years later. I'm like, do it, pussy. Like, because he knows I'm trying to yeah. encourage him. But there was a time there where it was just, it was unspoken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Marina was the most intimidating because that was the the hub of Dogtown Crew, okay. Z-Boys. And, and I do remember um, I was a little kid. And at the actually, the shop dude was pretty cool. And I, I don't remember his name. People know who he was. But he was he was like, yeah, man, where are you from? Like, oh, I'm San Diego. I was like, oh. He's like, go skate, the, go skate the dog bowl. Dennis Agnew's out there. He'll show you the lines. And I was like, I know who Dennis Agnew is. I can't show me the lines. <laughs> like... I can't do anything Dennis Agnew does. You oh, know that's what I mean? That's what you thought when he said that? Yeah, because I was like, show me the light. Like, I, I can't even get to the top. Were you scared of talking to those people back then? Sure, yeah. Yeah, and I do remember, like, I finally went out and and someone else, it was, I was skating the dog bowl because that was that was sort of the, 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 the marina keyhole. I don't think it was built yet, but it wasn't the place where everyone skated. So the dog bowl had a shallow end and a crazy hip and then a deep end. And... uh I'm skating there, mostly skating the shallow end because I could do I could do rock and rolls in the shallow end, which is like woo. Yeah. Um, and uh, this guy's like, "Yo, man, you you smoke?" I'm like, "No, I'm a little kid, right?" I'm like, "I don't smoke." He's like, I don't think there's ever been a day in your life where someone should ask you that. Like, the answer was, is no. I was ten. That's I was a, ten. That's a humongous no. <laughs> but but he's like, "You smoke?" I was like. No, yeah. and he's like, no, smoke weed. I'm like, no, I'm, I'm ten. Yeah, and he's like, he goes, ooh, a straight skater. Oh man, we were. I was like, what is happening here? I yeah. don't understand. Yeah, we have, we've come a long way, Tony. <laughs> we have. All right, those are all my stories for today. Could you, could you, Reese is nine. Could you imagine asking Reese if she wants yeah. to get high? Like, but also it was the '70s, so we were, you know, we're the Gen X generation. We're the latchkey kids. We were on our own. 
Yeah. Like Reese is here. Her mom is always here. Yeah, okay. which is amazing and it's yeah. great. But you know, we're just we're just thrown out in the world. Okay, yeah. be home by dark, I guess. What is that? How come they don't do that anymore? Well, I think there's a healthy balance of 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 I'm not being saying it was good for us. No, I'm just saying I, Yeah, but I'm saying I think the healthy healthy more healthy balance of of being present and um not neglectful. Yeah. But also not overdoing it. I was jealous but, of those people when they when I the first person I ever saw with a parent at the ramp, I hated them. And yeah, now, well that's what the back, vibe I got. When, when I would go when I would go to contest, my dad was there. Right. And definitely that was the vibe. People were just like, your dad's here. Right. Like, yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, because back then it was give me a ride. Like I needed, you know. Yeah. It was cool. But but if your dad was gonna any of those dudes, if their dad was gonna drive them, they'd be there. Yeah. Like you you take it if it's offered. Yeah. But I do remember, like, Sean why I'm like, man, what's up with your mom, dude? Like, there's a time and a place, and mom's at the ramp. Yeah. Well, I guess, like, that's the thing is there's, there's, a, but now, there's a fine line of being neglectful or being supportive. Um, but nowadays, it's, yeah. And also, you know, there's the whole helicopter parent vibe, too, which gets hard. Yeah. Um, but, but for sure, like, I've, I've seen a bunch of stuff lately about Gen X and, and sort of the, what everyone went through and, and and their approach to life and it's very much DIY because you are on your own. Right. You know, you're just kind of cool. Yeah. But I didn't mind it. <laughs> I, I guess I didn't mind it just because I didn't know anything else. Right. Um, but anyway, uh, what what's the moral of that story? I'd say for kids, especially when you're out in the, when, when you finally come of age and you're in the workplace, don't look for praise for your work yeah wow right yeah you're like that that's something that we didn't have and we were just exp- this is your job do your job yeah you don't need to get pat on the back you don't need a yeah. star for your efforts yeah just do it yeah because you're doing it for you and if you're not doing it for you but also it's what's expected that's what that i think that's what uh, you know what i mean not not just skating i'm talking about like actual workplace because there's a lot of people that are Oh, a yeah. certain age, and they're like, "Okay, do this. Okay, I did it." And like, yeah, that's that's what, that's you, what you get paid for. That's yeah. what you. That's what we we expect of you. Yeah. So that's a tricky thing, especially in the workplace today. Right, but also I feel like there might be a chance in the workplace today when you do well, you would receive yes some compliments that you wouldn't have in the seventies and eighties. Probably. Because I feel like it's well, someone- it was also because it was more it was more competitive then. So it's like, oh man, that guy's doing something more. Okay. Because I've noticed in my job in in when I was on radio at Sirius, and I was just I'm old school. Yeah. Like you did your job. I'm yeah. not giving you a pat on the back. That's what you're right. fucking supposed to do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But then over time, I'm realizing yeah. that these people felt like they were not uh, appreciated, and I was like. Would it really hurt for you to like mention when they do sure. something good that they did? Okay, it? so that that's the that's the other side of that coin, right? That we grew up with, where where we don't give that praise because we didn't get it, right? Yeah, but you, I felt like yes, payback is is yes, due. Yes, I agree. I agree. Uh, yes. But then when I got older, I was like, you know what? I don't need to pay back anybody. I would just like to be like a positive person here. Yeah, not like well, I think I, I, I think had I've it, so you need to get it. that fire too in terms of of being a being a uh, a manager of sorts you right, know, yeah. or an authority figure like in a boss right to be a boss at, at work yes you, you gotta also acknowledge when people do good work right 
Yeah, yeah I, learned, I learned the hard came way. Came full circle. There you go. There you go. Keep working. Never give up. Praise and describe. Don't smoke weed when you're 10. <laughs> <laughs>